Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Narayanam Namaskritya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhakti Bhavati Naishtiki Mukam Tarotiva Chalam Pangum Langayate Yat Kripatamaham Bande Sigurum Dinatarina Paramanam Damadavam Sri Jaitanya Ishwaram Tamam Vishnupadaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswade Deve Gauravani Pacharine Nirvichesha Shunya Vadi, Pasha Teresha Tarine, Deya Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Sri Advaita Gadadhara, Sri Vasadi Gauravakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna Hare Hare, Hare Rama Hare Rama, Rama Rama Hare Hare. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, uh, I'll mute everyone. Uh, so you just unmute yourself. Okay, yes, Prabhuji, please continue. I guess I am beyond the, <laughs> your mutability. I'm I'm immutable. So I'm just sharing the screen now. Welcome everyone. Those of you, those of uh, you who have been part of the Gurugram Sector 45 leadership team, uh, lead preachers. Those of you who are part of the regular preaching programs that we started during the, the lockdown on my online group who are also here. And also those who are part of the Dashamula Tattwa course group. I can see Dr. Preeti Sharma just joining. Welcome. Uh, so, I think unless it's extremely difficult, please switch on your videos so that it's a little bit more respectful to Shrivan Bhagavatam. Not to the speaker, but Shrivan Bhagavatam. I will be sharing the screen. It will be a PowerPoint presentation. Some of you may have been exposed to this, but let it be a revision. This is a longish presentation, so I would prefer that you don't interrupt. Um, hold on to the questions. We will take up questions towards the end of the session. So it will be in English. Those of you who want to speak in Hindi, read from the book. Kabi Kabi. Swagat hai. You disabled participant screen sharing, Mr. Host. I will share the screen. I'll, I'll make you co-host, Roji. No, no, no. There should be a provision for multiple participants to share. You know, I don't need to be host. <coughs> yes, Roji. Anyways, for now, I have made you the host. Yeah, uh, there is a provision for multiple participants can share simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. I know. I, I'll fix that. Okay. So the pattern will be that eventually I will be asking all of you to also make over a week's time, 
prepare a presentation on a particular chapter and present it and then i will add value gradually not immediately gradually so we introducing shriman bhagavatam this chapter the first chapter is entitled questions by the sages very special thanks to my shiksha guru shila gurujan prabhu for his book unveiling his lotus feet and by his grace gorang darshan prabhu the secretary of the bhagavat katha committee of iskon india and also a member of the shastrik advisory council and also academic dean for the bhakti vidanda vidyapeet for his book bhagavat subodhini also isonath banu swami maharaj for from translating to vishnuvat sagadhi thakur's saraartha darshini this is a commentary on the shrimad bhagavatam so we start with this that what is the qualification to study shrimad bhagavatam prabhupada mentions about this in the introduction also so the only qualification is to produce is to proceed gradually and step cautiously not to jump like we pick up an ordinary book we may sometimes skip a few pages play to pata hai hamko pata hai to ye log prakriti ka yahan pe description ho raha hai ya gaadi chal rahi hai aage jaate hain we skip a few pages but we should not do so with bhagavatam bhagavatam is to proceed step by step some people say rasa panchadhyay the five chapters pertaining to the rasa leela in the 10th canto any people jump straight to it without studying the first canto and so on so forth <clears throat> similarly portions uh, in the shrimad bhagavatam which may pertain to certain parts of uh, the narration which may not really appeal to our sense we should not skip any of those we should simply read and study with great caution pandamohi savadhanamate that does not apply to just the person bhagavat is guru so also applies to the book bhagavat so proceed gradually so prabhupad says that in order to reach the very substance one must proceed gradually by developing a knowledge of the categories substance means the sum and substance the summum bonum the essence the everything that is like the 10th canto and lot krishna's past times in general one should reach there only by developing knowledge of the categories which means the other incarnations the expansions the other uh, uh, associates of the lord all these we need to understand and go through to understand the paribhasha sutra of shrimad bhagavatam which is krishnastu bhagavan swayam once you have that understanding it will be easier to appreciate the substance which is the 10th canto and beyond so hari krishna bro you can read this as well according to the gita the lord comes to save the devotees and destroy the demons bhagavad gita 4.8 just as he appears for these purposes as matsya among the fish as vara among the animals as hamsa among the birds as swayam bhagavatam krishna swayam among bhagavan, the humans swayam bhagavan swayam bhagavan krishna among the humans and as upendra among the devatas who is upendra i don't know prabhuji is lord vamana he appeared as younger brother of indra so upa indra but he is okay. not really a demigod in that sense but he appeared among them okay so the lord has now appeared as the crown jewel of the scriptures shrimad bhagavatam among the vedas 
for restoring dharma and delivering the devotees you see it is in one sense the granthavatara of krishna so we'll discuss uh, later when how puranarka adhunodita is the son of shrimad bhagavatam the purana son has risen now that krishna has departed for his abode to restore dharma <clears throat> dharma samsthapana artham so that is the role of shrimad bhagavatam and paritrana sadhana vinasyaksha dushkritam is mentioned but the shrimad bhagavatam what does it do it protects the saints the divine the devotees it protects their consciousness and destroys the demonic nature among the atheists so it that also perform it also perform the same role in that sense so now it is appeared as the crown jewel shiromani of the scriptures kamal ko yes sir ji read the screen uh yes uh, it has 12 forms volumes just as the sun has 12 forms for each of the months of the year with 18000 verses like it lives uh, it has appeared like a desert tree to fulfill the goals of the great devotees nigama kalpataro right so this is what vishnu chakravarty mentions in his commentary just like the sun has 12 forms for each month of the year bhagavatam has 12 volumes which each represent a certain form 18000 verses are the leaves and uh, it appears like the desire tree fulfilled the goals of the great devotees shailavasne mate bhagavatam is another form of krishna similar to the oneness of and and mind i and mind i and mind krishna and the book about Krishna. Thus, it bears no comparison with other works. Krishna has appeared as Bhagavatam to Sukadeva and Vaishnavi, and like the sun among the planets, it shines among the Purana. So, just like that, like I said, Purana Arka, Arka means sun. So, just like <laughs> Bhagavatam is similar to Krishna, just like Krishna and the book about Krishna, I and mine. Krishna is the I and mind this is is the book about him so therefore is incomparable and just like um, the sun among the planets it shines among the puranas and krishna has appeared through uh, shukdev goswami and parishit maharaj as the shrimad bhagavata sudama viprabhu yes prabhuji sure in the padma puran also there is a re- reference to the bhagavatam in a conversation between gautam and maharaj ambrish the king was advised there to read regularly shrimad bhagavatam if he desired liberation from material bondage so this is like the history of shrimad bhagavatam it's not like it is uh, something that has been cooked up there is reference to it even in other puranas mentioned in padma purana um, that ambarish maharaj was asked to read it regularly by gautam rishi and shila sridhar swami therefore points it out that even in old puranas like the matsya purana uh, one of the oldest 
there is reference to Srimad Bhagavatam and Bhadra Purnima is coming up now. It's clearly mentioned that anyone who makes a gift of this great work on a full moon day attains to the highest perfection of life by returning to Godhead. So I want to encourage all of you to uh, buy the Bhagavatam if you don't have on Bhadra Purnima or gift it to somebody, get it sponsored. Or sponsor it for us and we'll get it distributed on your behalf somewhere. Whichever way. So, um, Hare Krishna Prabhu, in this, uh, in our uh, Gurugram group, please post uh, Bhadra Purama details. I'll share it with you. And whoever wants to sponsor, can sponsor it. They can coordinate with Tarun Krishna Prabhu and uh, ensure that Sector 45 also opens its account for Bhagavatam distribution. And uh, those of you who are otherwise connected, to ISKCON Delhi or through other yatras or to my online group, I please try and contribute in whichever way possible for this Bhadra Purnima. This is a service to Bhagavatam and it will help us understand Bhagavatam better. We give gift Bhagavatam to others. Give Bhagavatam, get Bhagavatam. Like that. Sure. Okay. okay. Um, Achyuta Chandra Prabhu. Are there Achyuta Chandra Prabhu? Okay, Amit Gupta still hasn't changed the name. Please read. Yeah, Prabhuji, I'll change the name after the class, please. <laughs> okay. Jangal, uh, more if, if, you, if you click the three dots through you uh, on your uh, right side of your, of your name, you'll have the option of renaming yourself immediately. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you, Prabhuji. I'll do that. Read I'm it, actually no? not logged in. I've just joined through the link. So I'll log in to Zoom and then I'll be able to change the name. Yeah, now you can, you can read okay. now. Sure, Prabhuji. The cloud of Sri Chaitanya has rained a sweet shower of mercy producing a river of devotion to himself, where the jivas play like elephants in the Ganga. May the dark cloud of Lord Krishna Chaitanya, made golden with a flash of lightning, illuminate the sky of my mind. The sky, those are gap which is missing. So I think um, you, in a way, you expressed interest to join the Bhagavatam class long back, I remember, in our Madhuri Academy classes. Now hopefully, Will be regular, Amit Prabhu. Yes, Prabhuji. So, because we have to, we have to have the Gaudi understanding of everything when we are studying Bhagavatam also. So, therefore, when we study Krishna Chakrati Thakur's commentary, Saratya Darshini, we understand how he begins the commentary by glorifying Sri Krishna Chaitanya. Um, and it is only he who can illuminate our mind. Such a beautiful simile that is given that, like we just studied in Madhurya Kadambani, Similarly, a sweet shower of mercy produces a river of devotion where the jivas play like elephants in the Ganga. So that cloud, dark cloud of Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne, he is made golden with a flash of lightning. is Bhava. So may he illuminate my mind. Um, Anuradha Matudi. 
हरे कृष्ण प्रभु जी धन्यवाद प्रणाम द कंसेप्शन ऑफ गॉड एंड द कंसेप्शन ऑफ द एब्सोल्यूट ट्रूथ आर नॉट ऑन द सेम लेवल द श्रीमद भागवतम हिट्स ऑन द टारगेट ऑफ द एब्सोल्यूट ट्रूथ द कंसेप्शन ऑफ गॉड इंडिकेट्स द कंट्रोलर वेयर एज द कंसेप्शन ऑफ द एब्सोल्यूट ट्रूथ इंडिकेट्स द समन बोनम और द अल्टीमेट सोर्स ऑफ ऑल एनर्जीज दिस कम्स फ्रॉम द भक्तिगता एंड द परपर्स ऑफ शिला प्रोपर शिला प्रोपर की so um basically ishwara is a controller god ishwara there could be many levels of controllers but when you say satyam param bhimahi or om namo bhagavate it indicates the absolute truth which means is the source of everything yathova imani bhutani jayante yena jata ani jivanti yatrayanti abhisamvishantiti that from which everything emanates that in which everything is sustained and that in which everything merges or gets um, invested into so that is the supreme absolute truth god in general means just the controller so absolute truth is an all encompassing terminology way beyond just ishwara so the supreme absolute truth is what shrimad bhagavatam focuses on भारती मत हेल्थ नाउ बेटर प्रभु जी सी सोन द फर्स्ट कैंटो एंड द सेकंड कैंटो Ashwin Bhagavatam represents Krishna's lotus feet. The first canto introduces to us its key characters, namely Parikshit, Shukdev Goswami, Vyasadev, Narad Muni, Vidura, Pandavas, and Lord Krishna, along with their interesting backstories. It's like the history is being provided; a backdrop is given. So these are the various characters that the first canto and the second canto talk. Uh, primarily, the first canto talks about it as. Uh, is mentioned here the first canto and the second canto shown by the representative krishna of lotus feet this will be described in detail in the second canto uh, how each of the cantos represents a certain limb of the supreme lord's body or part of the supreme lord's body so um, this is about the first canto lotus feet so that is why shila burjan prabhu wrote his commentary unveiling his lotus feet so about the first four cantos starting with these two uh shinamathi hare krishna prabhu ji tanvatanam it emphatically emphatically categorically and categorically categorically and confusively affirms lord krishna as the supreme lord krishna stu bhagwan swayam and krishna bhakti as the topmost path for the highest spiritual perfection so this is a brief understanding uh, the bhagavat pravaha of varanga darshan to when actually he introduces it saying that how the bhagavatam emphatically categorically and conclusively 
affirms that Krishna is the supreme person and Krishna Bhakti is the topmost path. So this is the topmost path, Parodharma, and Krishna's to Bhagavan Swayam. Romil Mathuri. First verse of Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, it is Vyasa's definition and description of the absolute truth, which is nothing is different from that substance, meaning everything is included in that substance. But that absolute truth is a person. Om Nama Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Vasudeva means the divine son of Vasudeva and Devaki, known as Krishna, the supreme person of Godhead. And the Brahma Jyoti is also emanating from him. Nijeshu Tejaha. Somebody called for me. Who was it? Arigishamu. Prabhuji, I was, I was at Prabhuji. Uh, earlier, I wasn't able to unmute it myself. Okay. Now I can. Oh, okay. So you can read now. Uh, Thank you, Prabhuji. The original fact is in the absolute truth. And thus, the absolute truth cannot be impersonal. It is not possible to be impersonal and contain pure sex life. Consequently, the impersonalist uh, philosopher have given indirect impetus to the uh, amiable, mundane sex life. Abominable. Abominable. Abominable, uh, mundane sex life because they have overstressed the impersonality of the un, uh, ultimate truth. So what it means is that if, if the absolute truth is impersonal, how can an impersonal entity contain sex life? But in the spiritual world, there is Adi Rasa. Prabhupada talks about that in the first candle, commentary on Bhakti Granda Purport on this. Adi Rasa, so origin, everything comes from him. So pure sex life emanates from the Supreme Person. What we see in the material world is a perverted reflection of the pure sex life. So if you understand that the Supreme Absolute Truth is impersonal, if that is your wrong understanding, it is an incorrect understanding. If you understand that the Supreme Truth is impersonal, that means you would assume that it is not possible for the Supreme Absolute Truth to have sex life. And because he is the Supreme Pure, Pavitram, Therefore, this sex life that is associated with him is also Pavitram. But because you are saying that the Supreme Absolute Truth is impersonal, you are ruling out any possibility of pure sex life. Consequently, what happens? The only sex life that we are used to is what is present in the material world, which is a perverted form, which is Dharma Viruddha Bhuteshu, not Dharma Viruddha. So therefore, overstressing on the impersonality of the Absolute Truth has led to a direct impetus to the abominable mundane sex life. Modern media is focusing so much on sex uh, in a perverted form 
everything from uh, debentures and investment options to cement, cars, shaving creams, talcum powders has to be sold based on sex. So uh, this is the result of overstressing on the impersonality of the absolute truth, ruling out any possibility for him to have pure sex life. Meaning he cannot have, we can have. So the first text is unlimited meaning. Srila Bhaktisiddhan Sarasi Thakur spoke on it in Dhaka, now in Bangladesh, then in uh, uh, east of India, or uh, Purba Bangal, Purba Bangla. So how do you pronounce that, Achyutana Prabhu? Purba Bangla. Purba Bangla, Bangla. So for about three months, every day, he spoke on this topic. Okay. Um, you don't have to repeat after me. Just mute yourself and repeat in case you want to. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Janmadhyasya Yatan Vayaditaratas Chate Shabhijaswara Or the many meters. Janmadhyasya Yatan Vayaditaratas Chate Shabhijaswarat Tene Brahma Hudaya Adikavaye Mukhyan Biyat Surayaha Tejo Varim Radam Yathadinimayo Yatrat Prisargam Risha Dhamna Svena Sadani Rastakuhatam Satyam Parandi Mahi. So it should be Hridaya, which means mention of Haida. So, what is the definition of the absolute truth? This talks about Krishna. This is the Sambandha. This shloka indicates the Sambandha Tattva, the relationship with the Supreme Lord. Uh, Om Namo Bhagavade Vasudevaya Janmadhyay Sayyatom. So, Radhanaka Mataji, you can read. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Prabhuji, I read this definition of absolute truth. Krishna yeah, Sambandha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Janmadhyay Asyayato Prima Primeval cause of all causes, destruction of the manifested universes of creation, maintenance, and unvayad. Abhijanaha directly and indirectly conscious of all conscience of all the manifestations Swarat fully independent. So this is the quality or the qualification of the absolute truth. The primeval cause Sarvakarana Karanam of Srishti Stiti Pralaya, everything. And Directly and indirectly conscious of all the manifestations. How is that? The manifestations of the Dhamsal are conscious and he in himself is also conscious of each of the living entities as a Paramatma. And Swarad means he is supremely independent, fully independent. Nobody else can claim to be independent. Um, Rati Manjari Premadu. 
हरे कृष्ण प्रभुदेव तेने ब्रह्मा हृदय आदि कवई फर्स्ट इंपार्टेड हार्ट टू द हार्ट ऑफ ब्रह्मा फर्स्ट इंपार्टेड टू द इंटरनल हार्ट ऑफ ब्रह्मा द वेदिक नॉलेज अनटू द मुयंती अनटू द मुयंती यत सूर्या इवन ग्रेट सेजेस एंड डेमीगॉड्स आर प्लेस्ड इन द इल्यूशन तेजो वारी मृदम यथा one is bewildered by the illusory representations of water seen in fire or land seen on water as one is bewildered so tene brahma hridaya adi kavaye so it is the supreme absolute truth himself imparted first imparted into the heart of brahma the vedic knowledge hridaya adi kavaye and mukhyanti yat surayah in the great sages and demigods they are put in illusion How is illusion is described? Tejo vari bradam yatha, just like there are illusory representations of water seen in fire. When you carefully watch, observe fire with its flames, you can see elements of water in it. And similarly, land seen on water. When you are in a, uh, you are going for a long time in the sea, you will develop some kind of illusion that you are seeing an island. Uh, Like a ocean, uh, an oasis, what they call an oasis in the desert, or even in an island oasis in the ocean. These are illusory representations. Doctor Preeti. Prabhuji, again, it's in Sanskrit. I can't read. I'll read the Sanskrit. You can read the English. So, Vinimayo Yatra Trisargo Amrisha. Only because of him, do the material universes temporary, temporary manifested by reactions of the three modes. Three modes appear uh, appear factual. So, actually, the material universes are manifested by the reactions of the three modes of satam rajas tama it guna prakriti sambhava all the material universes are caused by the manifestation that the cause to manifest by the interaction of the three modes and by the supreme lord these his influence these uh, universes they appear factual they are temporary uh, And factual, Bhavna Swena Sada Nirasta Kohagam. Read. Eternally uh, existent in the transcendental, transcendental abode, which is forever free, free from illusion, illusion. Satyam Param Bhima. Satyam Param Bhima. Ah, more. meditate on that absolutely i i meditate on that absolutely i meditate on that absolute truth so um, he is eternally existent in his transcendental abode which is free from this illusion bhavna swena sada nirastako it it uh, negates the existence of the illusion the transcendental abode is beyond this kind of illusion 
and that absolute truth satyam param supreme absolute truth vimahi i meditate so vyasadeva introduces a gayatri mantra right at the beginning now let us study another angle to this shloka this shloka is very important so we'll spend more time on this shloka first before getting into the last to the chapter later in later sessions so shri jeev goswami in his krishna sandarbha chapter 82 says that janma dyasya meaning the supreme lord who remains eternally in his three abodes what are the three abodes mathura dwaraka and gokula after taking his birth when he took birth anvayat meaning he is nanda's son and because of his connection with nanda family relationship what did he do itarada he went somewhere else there to nanda's home because of his filial relationship with nanda is actually nanda's son eternally it is mentioned that krishna is not just devaki nandan krishna or vasudeva he is also nanda nandan yashoda nandan krishna who appeared along with yoga maya but who merged into devaki nandan krishna when he was brought into gokula by vasudeva that's what acharya said so he went from mathura to gokula so this is jiva goswami's maishnava interpretation of this shloka devotion interpretation let's see what uh, sarat darshni uh, says shloka vishnu chakra says five varshi the supreme absolute krishna who is eternal bliss and supreme consciousness which is nityananda advaita chaitanya and is personified as the eternal shrimad bhagavatam which is a complete form of brahma sutra स्पिरिचुअल It is eternal spiritual abode, Dhamna Swena. So this is another Vaishnava interpretation of this truth. Now, uh, you can read Darak Dwarka this show. The first proposition holds that Lord Sri Krishna is the primeval Lord. and if any transcendental nomenclature is to be understood as belonging to the absolute personality of godhead it must be the name indicated by the word krishna which means all attractive so karshati iti krishna krishna means all attractive so krishna is the primeval lord that is why you said no bhagavate and which means anything should we used to describe the supreme lord it must be the word krishna because it means all attractive because everything emanates from him stays in him and is annihilated in him is a samam bona and the best word to describe that is krishna properties uh radharani mati Krishna. Krishna. 
knowing his purpose, he knows he was being carried to Praja to deceive Kamsa and to perform pastimes with his intimate devotees in Praja. Bharat, the one who shines uh, within his own, the Brajwasis are residents of Gokula. I'm just trying to recollect which is this Radharani Mataji. Could you just okay. reveal yourself? Can you see me now? One second. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can only think of your Rashi. Okay. Itarataha yeah. uh, went to another place. Arteshu, it's mentioned that Arteshu, it should be Arteshu Abhijnaha. Arteshu Abhijnaha. He knows why he's being carried to Braja. It's a little bacha, but you cannot say he doesn't know. He knows why he's being carried to Braja. Why? He has to deceive Kamsa, kill him, perform pastimes with his intimate devotees, with his sakas, gopis, etc. And he is also called Swarat. Swarat means he is a transcendental autocrat, according to Bhakti Thakur. He is the all-controlling personality. How he shines with his shines on his own. Swarat. So who are who are his own along with his own? Who are his own? His own are the Vrajavasis. So, iti drikswalila virananda kunde swagoshan nimajjanta makya bayanta. Quite similar to that. It is swalila. is immersing the residents of Gokula, the Vrajavasis, into the nectarian pastimes of this. So, that is swara. Now, this is all for your deeper understanding. When you explain to the general public, please don't try to go beyond Bhakti, Bhakti Vedanta purports. Because all of your initial devotees, 16 rounders, uh, and uh, somewhat uh, taking up lead preaching roles, I wanted to know a little bit more in detail. Okay. Um, who's left? Yadivar Balram Prabhu. In this sloka, the particular words Abhija and Swarat are significant. These two words distinguish the Supreme Lord from all the other living entities. No other li living entity is either Abhija or Swarat. That is, no one is either fully cognizant or fully independent. So Abhijna is fully cognizant and Swarat is fully independent. The very interesting thought introduced by some Acharyas is that Krishna knows everything. He is Abhijna. Uh, but he doesn't understand how Radharani relishes his love, the joy she develops, the bliss she has in associating with him. He doesn't know that. How is that possible with Abhijna? That is because he is Swarat. It is his sweet will. He chooses not to know. Therefore, he takes her mode and appears as Sri Krishna Chaitanya. 
this is our body understanding. Uh, so, the other point to understand is Abhijna and Swarat are the distinguishing characteristics of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Jiva can be anything qualitatively similar to Krishna, but he is not fully cognizant, nor is he fully independent. Achyuta Chandra Prabhu. Sabji, uh, should I read it? Yeah. Even uh, Madhava, uh, Madhav, Mayavadi. In, Mayavadi, sorry. Even Mayavadi in personalists who flattered themselves that they can become one with the Lord are neither uh, Abhigyan or uh, Swarad. Such impersonalists undergo several austerities severe, to acquire severe, knowledge severe to became austerity. one with the Lord. But ultimately they became dependent on some rich disciple who supplies them with money to build monasteries and temples. So, they may think that they are Abhijna and Swarat and they want to become one with the Supreme Lord. But even the Mayavadi person is there, neither Abhijna nor Swarat. So, they undergo severe austerities. Like they even take sannyas and they call Narayana. Dandagrahana matreda naro Narayana dovet. So, they perform all kind of austerities. For what? To become one with the Lord ultimately. But then what happens? They become dependent on some rich disciple. They give them the money to build a matha. They become mathadish. The slang in English for dog is mutt. So these people, they just become dogs of their donors. M-U-T-T, mutt, means dog in slang English. So uh, these mayavadis, they become like mathadish. They build their temples dependent on some rich disciple. So, and they go ahead and build hospitals and schools. That is not um, what is expected of a transcendentalist. So, the modern atheists are also like this. They flout the authority of the Lord. And they may try to flout the laws of nature. Uh, but nature's laws are very strong. They are there to penalize him. You see, you know, so many natu natural catastrophes being formed. So now we propose you'll have to hold till I complete because um, we may have a lot of things to cover. So hold the question. So Srila Jeeva Goswami says that therefore Krishna who took birth in Mathura in a prison house wished to go and live with the devotees in Gokula and inspired his father to take him to that place. So let us meditate on him. Param Dhimahi. This is a Vaishnava understanding. So, he further says that uh, he expanded Pene Brahma, his glory. Brahma is, is his own glory. So, it contains a certain rasa that is Sachidananda. And by his own desire and mere determination, Hridaya, what happened? Lord Brahma became bewildered. 
mukhyanti mukhyanti means also becoming helpless because of an overwhelming outpouring of prema and what for yat suryaha because he wanted to enjoy the pastimes of the vrajavasis with the vrajavasis because of this muhyanti yat suryaha he expanded himself into innumerable cows and covered boys this bewildered great personalities muhyanti yat suryaha including brahma himself even lord baladeva who is his first expansion was bewildered for one year he thought that it was actually uh, the cows and the covered boys that he was used to so this is his glory tene brahma pradaya adikavaye he expanded through his his glory by his own desire and determination and bewildered everyone including baladeva and brahma so this is what jiva goswami says and further he says tejo varim nadam yatha vinimayo yatra trisargom rasha so trisargo means what vrindavan mathura dwaraka these these are the three abodes sarga means that which is created amrsha means that which is not false but real these three dhams of mrsha is false amrsha is not false so these three abodes of krishna are absolutely real and uh, everything is transformed this whole tejo it is his effulgence which transfers into water earth etc and it is within whom all the abodes also exist he is also called nivasa sharanam surat krishna says he is jagan nivasa everything resides in him. the worlds reside in him. all the three worlds what are the three worlds mentioned here vrindavan mathura and dwarka they are all transcendental they manifest in krishna therefore they are real so because he created leelas in these three places vrindavan mathura and dwarka so these past and these leelas because of these leelas uh, everything changed the moon lost its effulgence yamuna's water became solidified and the rocks melted so that is the illusion that happens also in the nature of things itself changed the krishna performing pastimes dhamna swarasada nirastakohakam but everything about krishna's dham that is free from maya free from illusion nirastakohakam which abnegates which uh, it uh, annihilates nihilates all that is illusion so satyam param satyam govinda is called satya dhimahi means i meditate i meditate on govinda the supreme absolute truth whose all the places of past times are free from illusion and whose performance of past time change the very nature of things like um, yamuna becoming solid and so on and so forth and by uh, whose effulgence uh, everything transformed like i mentioned and the three modes uh, sorry the three abodes of krishna they all manifest in him and they are most real and by his own glory he expanded himself by his own determination 
the cowherd boys and calves is bewildered everyone including brahma and baladeva himself and his original form uh, is sachidananda so let us meditate on him who chose to go to gokula after taking birth and so inspired his father to do so this is the explanation of the first shloka by jiva goswami so the definition of dhimahi is part of gayatri mantra generally he is all these things which is thought meditation devotion prayer understanding intelligence wisdom science knowledge art mind disposition intention design all these things is he and mahi extremely great mahan everything it comes from there exceedingly great so therefore vyasadeva gives the reader a chance to gradually develop spiritual realization it should be spiritual realization again before realizing releasing the essence of the past times of the lord the samam bonam so he starts with the gayatri mantra dimahi to gradually purify himself by chanting this mantra so that the leelas eventually manifest in the consciousness of the reader radharam mantri Senior God Sister Radharani Mathai. She is a Brahmin in shapes and a good cook for Krishna and a great artist also. Okay, Hope I get some. Someday I get a chance to meet her. Someday I hope she makes a nice prasadam for all of us. Go ahead. All the places of Krishna's pastimes are free from Maya, illusion, because illusion cannot approach these. holy abodes or dhamas i therefore meditate on the supreme lord krishna i therefore meditate on him lord shri krishna who is eternally existent in the transcendental abode which is forever free from the illusory representations of the material world i meditate on him for he is the absolute truth yeah he is the supreme absolute truth so everything every abode of krishna completely free from all kinds of illusion so i meditate on these abodes i meditate on the supreme lord who resides in his abodes which is free from all the illusory representations of the material world tatat bhasete suryo nasha chanko na pavata yat gatvana nivartande tat dhama paramam so that place doesn't require illumination by electricity by sun or the moon so because it, this material world is essentially full of darkness therefore we need this kind of light krishna's dhamas are eternally illuminated by himself and therefore they are real and i meditate on that absolute truth param is the topmost 
satyam means that supreme lord who exists in all time and space anything that doesn't exist somewhere is not satyam because it is not real but is satyam because it exists in all time and place always everywhere omnipresent and uh, i don't know what is for across time somebody you can check it out dark dwargadish omniscient means all knowing omnipresent means all present omnipotent means all powerful what is there for okay. eternal eternal what is the word for eternal omnivore and i can't find the form omnicronal omnicronal or something is check dhimahi means let us worship or meditate on so please don't get confused by so many of these interpretations they are all meant to make us understand and come closer to the understanding that krishna is the supreme person everything comes from him and everything that is not connected with him is illusion and illusions arise essentially because of his own uh, influence itself by his own energy pratimanjari mathe Only the Mahatmas can understand that the Supreme Lord is the primeval cause of all creations. He is Parama or ultimate truth because all other truths are relative to him. He is omniscient. For him, there is no illusion. Yeah, he is omniscient. He is omniscient. He is Sarvajna, Abhijna. Knows everything. There is no illusion for him. He knows everything. But yes, mean Sajjate, yes, mean Vichate, Eta Dichatam Bhavati. One who knows the Supreme Lord. knows everything he doesn't need to know anything so that is why they are mahatmas mahatmanam sumam partha devim prakriti mashrita they are situated in the internal potency of the lord therefore they are in the shelter of the material potency and uh, sorry the spiritual potency so for them there is no illusion mudoyam na apichana the fools are covered by illusion but aham prakashya sarvasya but not the mahatmas they are situated in the yoga maya but uh, they can understand they alone can understand the supreme lord as the primeval cause of all creations uh, because bhaktiyamam uh, abhijanati krishna himself confirms so it is only the bhaktas who can know krishna to be and everything else is relative to him they are relative truths and he is beyond illusion as a propad wrote this book beyond illusion and doubt study that book and become devotional then we will also be beyond illusion and doubt adhato brahma jnyaacha the first vedanta sutra it is indicated by janmadhyasya since meditation alone is the result of enquiry because you meditated on the lord brahma was meditating where did they come from how did they come from who created me he was going up and down the stem of the lotus on which he emanated the 14 planetary systems and then the voice was heard in his heart tapa 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 so the very first words were but for austerity and to meditate so in that sense meditation alone is a result of enquiry If we inquire about the Supreme Lord, then we will eventually meditate on Him, try to know Him better. 
Gaurav Dwarka The Lord's supreme power is indicated in this verse with Janmadhasyata. Vedan Sutra 1.1.2 Let us meditate on the Supreme Lord from whom Yatah arises creation, maintenance and destruction, Janmadi of, of the universe, Asya. Should they meditate on time which causes all this? Uh, kindly hold for a moment. I will take this call. Anvaya means entrance into, and itarata means division. Anvaya is inclusion, anvaya itaratas, inclusion, and uh, itarata is division. So the Lord causes and destroys everything because everything enters into the Lord. And the universe has entered into the Lord. Yastya Ganeshwasita Kala Mathavalambya Jeevantiloma Vilita Jagatanda Nabla. Vishnur Mahan Saiha Yasya Kala Vishesha Govinda Madhikrasham Kamanda. As Mahavishnu breathes, innumerable breathes out, innumerable universes emanate, and as he breathes in, they enter back into him. So that's what's called issuing forth from him and uh, enter back into him in the creation. Itarata meaning then Visarga, which is the Etratrisarga. This is the Visarga, which is secondary creation. And the Lord is the basis, Adhishtatra Karan. The very basis. Uh, then there is Upadan Karan, secondary cause. It is of the whole universe. Just like water is the base of the earth, fire is the basis of water. This is how creation starts from various elements. So quite similarly, everything is based upon the Lord. Param Dhamma is that. So he is the Lord from whom creation, maintenance, destruction, everything happens. Everything is included in Anvaya. And everything in the secondary creation is outside him. Everything is outside, but based on him. So that way everything is related to him. Whether it is inside him or outside him, they're all based on him. So the manifested cosmic nature is created at a certain period by the will of the Lord, maintained for some time and then annihilated by his will. So therefore the supreme will is behind all cosmic activities, not some big bang. 
that tomorrow in noida i am told that in near delhi in delhi and sia they going to blow up some twin towers two huge buildings we have to see whether after blowing up these buildings any new buildings will immediately manifest it is by the big bang that everything came up so anything that is created in the material world is the interaction of the two energies material and spiritual and krishna being shaktiman all the shakti comes from him parasya shaktir vividaiva shruyate like we are studying in dashamula tattva some of you may be remembering that sarva shaktim everything comes from him he is a source of all energies amnaya praha hariha paramam sarva shaktim rasavati everything comes forth from him and anvaya ditarata means he is a creator maintainer and destroyer he is non different from the universe yomam pashyati sarvatra sarvam ma mai pashyati tasyaham na pranashyami sachamena pranashyati everything you have to see everything in krishna and see krishna and everything so the universe is idam me vishwam bhagavan ivetaraha eva eva itaraha this is a vedic mantra the world is non different from the supreme lord or like the sons of kubera pray after they are delivered by lord damodara drishyam shiras tavanivasa jagat praname our head bows to this world which is non different from you which means krishna's presence as super soul everywhere and in everyone in this world so drishti satam darshane stu bhavatanunam your body these devotees who are your body because every body is krishna's body that's what we have to understand but this universe is different from his swarupa yet it is non different from his maya shakti so that is the understanding of achintya veda veda krishna is not the universe but krishna's energy manifests as the universe and at an absolute level he is non different from his energy so in that sense krishna is the universe but yet they are different this is achintya veda veda so this we already discussed so krishna inspired the secondary creator brahma so he could to do creation that means the supreme intelligence behind all creations is krishna the absolute body prakriti is not the independent cause maya adhyakshena prakriti the supreme lord is conscious of everyone he causes the universe by his independence his swarat his abhijna is cognizant all cognizant prakriti is jada she is unconscious so she is not the cause the conscious lord is the cause he knows everything directly and indirectly is all cognizant he knows all the details and is fully independent therefore krishna is also called asamaurdhva asamaurdhva means nobody is equal or greater than him asama not equal urdhva not greater asamaurdhva urdhva is higher or great asamaurdhva means is uh, nobody is equal to or greater than the supreme lord so the living beings are parts and parcels of the lord this uh, तासाम ब्रह्म महत्योनिरहम बीज प्रदपिता 
he provides the seeds and material nature is impregnated so then his creative energies parasya shakti vivideva shruti are set forth so many wonderful creations happens the big bang cannot completely account for varieties in creation but when you look at the varieties of energies coming forth from the lord it's natural to understand that there are so many creations possible so krishna is like the gold mine and all the creations all the objects of creation all the different forms or living entities they are all objects made from the gold like gold rings necklaces etc krishna is the gold mine and everything else is objects from the gold so scripture doesn't talk about prakriti as the material cause independently supremely conscious supreme lord he is the cause of the universe by his independence not his independence so the verse says that krishna is abhijna he knows everything related to creation destruction etc artheshu that which is artha all the real objects so this also illustrates ikshadeer nishabdam the vedanta sutra statement that although uh, the lord is described in the scriptures it is not like the lord cannot be described by words so this is another way to crack people who say that if god is spiritual how can you describe him by words by your material description as is ikshatir nash nashabdam is not beyond the description of god because he is described in the scriptures so we can produce small satellites which can remain why can't there be greater brains can produce greater things which are of greater quality have greater life but atheists were stubborn will not agree mudoyam na vijananti so unless only thoroughly accomplished in the task of the knowledge of the lord only sure to misunderstand krishna's leelas of the rasa rasalila and his dances with the gopis so there is nothing in the real in the world that you see around us which is real but it appears as reality because there is a reality in the spiritual world and in the spiritual world the supreme lord exists therefore by his influence whatever appears in the material world seems to exist and it is the interaction of the two energies of the lord which is material and spiritual they come from the supreme absolute truth which is sri krishna and that is the truth from which everything emanates everything is sustained and everything is annihilated shri prabhupada ki jai sudama vipraya had a question roji i'd like to go back to that slide which speaks of uh, sex actually i had a question on based on that so if you could please you know take me back to that slide would be easy for me to understand and ask you a question hello 
yeah the original fact is in the absolute truth and thus the absolute truth cannot be impersonal it is not possible to be impersonal and contain pure sex life what does this mean what i explained it already aadi rasa is pure sex life which is not at the mundane platform it's a spiritual platform meant purely for the pleasure of krishna and in bhajaniya parama purusha sukha matra sasukatham we gain pleasure by providing pleasure to the supreme lord but this doesn't mean in a mundane perverted way the sex life that we practice in the material world when you say that god is not a person it means he cannot have a sex life if god is a person and he is the source of everything that means sex life can also emanate from him he is a person he has pure sex life adi rasa so in the material world when it comes down to this level you say god is not a person so god is impersonal which means there is no such thing as pure sex life so the only thing that is there is this sex life which we practice and this gets overstressed because god is not a person because you not a person there cannot be any pure sex life therefore we are the only persons and we are persons because of our understanding of uh, being overcome by maya we stress on the mundane sex life we overdo it we try to repress it in a unregulated manner or overindulge in it in an unregulated manner both cause to both cause uh too much impetus to mundane sex life why because they think a supreme absolute no, is then... not a person supreme absolute is not a person that he cannot have pure sex life so the only sex life possible is impure sex life which is dharma viruddha no i now now this is understandable since the god is personal since the god is a person so obviously pure sex life emanates from him because he is pure because he is pure Correct. everything emanates from but him but then having said that you know pure. yeah correct pure. so then having said that we are also we are also spiritual beings yeah. right an expansion of the lord or in that or or having said that parts and parcels of the lord yeah right so then in that case the spiritual life being practiced by humans is that not on the spiritual platform if at all done in conjunction to the vedic scriptures what is the spiritual life or for that matter is it recommended no but the, uh, sorry sex, sexual life yeah that's what you got the word wrong as wondering what yeah yeah so basically yeah. so sexual I, life I, I my only point also. is i understood your point i mentioned i mentioned it already that krishna says in the gita dharma aviruddha bhuteshu kamo asmi i myself am sex life which is in line with the principles of religion or which is not opposed to the principles of religion so when we are practicing sex life for uh procreating krishna conscious offspring to take forward the movement of krishna consciousness as prabhupad mentions discipline means for even for a grihastha sex life is when it is ordained by the spiritual master and is performed with appropriate garbha dana samskara anything else is sense enjoyment so that means so so prabhu that means for my understanding by and large 
anything else or any physical union with your spouse other than planning for an offspring who can be dedicated for Krishna consciousness movement is a pure illicit connect. As per Shastra, yes. And for any practical details, you'll have to discuss with some senior grahasthas as to what is what is proper instructions to grahasthas on this matter. There is a book called Third Partner, uh, which is a compilation of interviews with many practicing grahasthas brought up by the Congregation Preaching Ministry. It contains some quotes uh, uh, on how practically this can be executed. I don't want to stress more on it because it's not my patrata and adhikar to speak about sex life so much. I'm a okay. vanaprasthi and I should not be speaking so much about it. All right. Uh, any other question? Sati Manjari Mathe. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, uh, I had a question in the Baum Leela, uh, Devaki and uh, Vasudev are demigods, I mean they are come from the heavenly planets to... Devaki and Vasudeva are described as originally Kashyapa and Aditi and Prishni and Sutapa. They are the expansions of Devaki Vasudeva, the original form is Devaki Vasudeva in the spiritual planet. They, are, they, they also have expansions as Prajapati. Okay, uh, so in the Bhagavatam, it's mentioned that in the Bhavam Leela, they are the demigods. I mean, Lord calls the demigods to participate in the Leela. Yeah. Everywhere, everywhere, there can be multiple Amshas. Uh, there can be multiple Amshas in, in the people. Like there is Drona and Dhara who are Dara, uh, Drona was a Prajapati and Dara, his wife. They became Nanda and Yashoda. But in the original spiritual world, Yashoda and Nanda Maharaj exist. They are the parents of Krishna. And also, Ascharya say that Yesho, Devaki is another name for Yashoda. And she gave the glory to Devaki. So, Yashoda, she gave glory. She gave fame. And another name of Devaki is also Yashoda. Ajaras mentioned that. I described this on Janmashtami Day when I gave that lecture. Thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you so much, Hare Krishna. Okay, so uh, we will continue with uh, the second and third verses soon, most probably second and third verses next class. Uh, what I would urge you all to do is to study in the meantime the first shloka very well. And if you have any questions, you can post on the group and I'll try to answer them. Okay, you want some announcements to make? Uh, Regarding, bro. You wanted to discuss something or was announced when you said after the class? Uh, no announcement, Prabhuji. I'll discuss it uh, personally with you. Okay, so um, the DYS. Classes, Shailavasti Mataji is, I think, is she there? Okay. So please ensure that they're all called for this class, uh, Shailavasti Mataji. Uh, so in the evening, we have this DYS. Today's session will be engaged by me. Uh, and this Saturday and next Saturday, I'll be engaged in the classes. And on both the Sundays, it will be Daya Gauranga Prabhu. 
um, so you're welcome to participate with your contacts and you please you're welcome to, you're welcome to be there to cultivate the devotees new new devotees aspiring devotees yeah who's speaking i you're not audible Okay, I assume that you will do it because you already mentioned at the beginning of the class. Thank you, Prabhu and Madhuri, for joining in. And uh, Hari Krishna, Prabhu, I think now you can start archiving these lectures. Rati Madhuri, Madhuri, you can coordinate with Hari Krishna, Prabhu, in case. Uh, uh, Hari Krishna, Prabhu, you can coordinate with Rati Madhuri, Madhuri. She or archives my lectures generally.